0: my topic is regarding the student debt crisis in america today the cumulative federal student loan debt is over 1.54 trillion dollars more than double the amount in 2010 much of the focus around student debt is around rising tuition and for a good reason published tuition at public four-year colleges rose by a solid 36 percent from 2008 to 2018 in many states tuition rose even more According to Progress Now found that students with outstanding loan payments were 36% less likely to purchase a house and other research indicates that those with student loan debt also are, are less likely to take are less likely to have taken out car loans. They have the worst credit st- credit scores as well. 54% of co- of college attendees taking on debt including student loans to pay for their education. Three thirty-seven thousand five hundred eighty-four dollars is the average amount of student loan debt per borrower. The sheer size of student debt can be characterized as, as, as a weight on the U.S. economy, as well as a burden on millions of individuals who owe it. About 92% of student loan debt is backed by the U.S. government. That fact has made it a political issue, leading to some Democratic candidates in the run-up to the 2020 presidential election suggested canceling some or all of student loan debt. No action has been taken, but at least one of those candidates, U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, is still seeking action on the issue. In September of 2020, she and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York introduced a resolution urging the next president to cancel up to $50,000 in federal student loan debt for each borrower. They say this could, include, this could be done by a president's executive order rather than through le- legislation. Some pros and cons of debt cancellation include Moody's investors predicts wiping out student debt would yield a stimulus to economic activity that is comparable to tax cuts in the near term, according to a reporter by CNBC. Over the longer term, it could increase home ownership and boost the creation of small businesses. Outright debt cancellation would boost real gross domestic product by $86 billion to $108 billion per year, according to one study from Bard College Levy Economics Institute. However, analysts warn of the risk of the moral hazard caused by implying that the cost of your decisions will be borne by someone else. This could lead to even higher student debt burdens as borrowers assume forgiveness will be ongoing. Another argument suggests that forgiving student loan balances provides, at best, a weak stimulus to the economy because the savings are realized in small amounts over a long period of time, depending on how much a borrower pays back monthly with full or partial forgiveness. How do you get your student loans forgiven? The U.S. government will forgive, cancel, or discharge some or all of an individual student loan debt only under a number of circum- specific circumstances. Teachers in low-income schools and public service employees may be eligible for forgiveness of a portion of their debt. People who are disabled may be eligible for discharge of the debt as well. The Federal Student Aid Office indicates that those who think they may qualify for loan forgiveness should contact the student loan servicer for their loan. That is a company that handles the loan payments of these loans. As noted above, as noted previously, a federal COVID-19 emergency relief measure suspended student loan repayments from March 2020 until at least January 31st, 2021, which has now been extended to September. Collections on payments that are in default also were halted. This is the suspension of repayment, not a cancelization or even a reduction of debt. The bottom line is that most students who attend colleges aren't hoping to earn a degree that will dramatically increase their earning power after graduation. Still, for many adults, much of those earnings will have to go toward paying back student loans. Currently, about 54% of students need to borrow in order to pay for tuition and fees. And among those who do, the average balance is a hefty $32,731. That's a hefty burden to carry, especially before someone has earned their first professional paycheck.